0: sweet talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the continuing education workforce training division of idaho state university's college of technology this podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts and the format is conversation we're having conversations with businesses professionals entrepreneurs community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So subscribe today. Take 20 minutes and hear from people living in your community who are making a difference in your community. It's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, everyone. This is Jason Batalden, and this is Sweet Talk. And we have got a full house today. As always, Paul. Paul. Good hello, see you.
1: hello, Jason. How are you today? Doing good. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm right. busy, super busy, super busy. But you know, uh, busy means I have a job, and I'm <laughs> going to be having that job for a while because they can't right. get rid of me. You no. know, if this project's going. You know, that's <laughs> the secret. You start a project, just wait. Don't finish it until the other project starts. <laughs> just keep going. And then those projects just, and they can't right. get rid of you.
0: They can't say, we'd sure like to find somebody new, and we just can't. No, no, no. 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 I, I promise you, Paul, no one has ever said, we sure would like to find someone new. We'd like to maybe <laughs> clone you. We'd like maybe to, you know, find uh, your twin. But for the most part, uh, you know, we've never said that. Hey, we've Funny got you another. You say
1: that. No, what's that? Funny you should say that. Why? Because listeners don't know that I have a twin. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I knew you had a twin. I just <laughs> forgot. Yeah, he would be would be helpful at all.
0: <laughs> that's all right. Hey, we've got another host on the show today. Uh, Mary Marshall. Hello, Mary.
2: Hi, how are you Hi, guys?
0: Mary. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for joining us today.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, I- Mary, this isn't your first time on the podcast, though, is it?
2: no it is this is the first time i've been on one
1: really oh, yeah we have not yeah. had you on before no so um oh, so uh part of the reason you're joining us today other than we would love your company <laughs> uh is that uh you kind of connected us with today's guest is that correct
2: yeah she was one of my teachers in high school one of my ag teachers right
1: on. Excellent.
0: Well, we're going to have to introduce the guests here real shortly, but Mary, thank you for joining us today. Those maybe don't know, Mary is a Career Path intern, um, has been with us now a good solid full year, right, Mary, I'm not mistaken?
2: Yeah, just about. About the beginning of August, it'll
0: be a year, so. Very good. Wow. Right on. Goes by so fast. And Mary's instrumental in getting our podcast posted um, and published and um, handles uh, all of the marketing on the end of it, making sure it gets to all the platforms it needs to get to. But this is new task for Mary. She's on the front end of this now, so we're glad to have her on and excited for that. But to introduce our guest, Paul, I got to say the official Official. and the official is nice. welcome.
1: Welcome,
0: and that everyone knows when we say welcome, the timer starts. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Cummins, ag teacher at Filer High School, welcome to Sweet Talk.
3: Thank you. It's great Very
0: to good. be here. Hey, give us a quick rundown, Jennifer. Um, the, just kind of a little short, maybe history uh, about you, and and um, and kind of just what what an, an ag teacher is. Maybe not
1: everyone is familiar with uh ag teacher paul for sure is it i am not i am not i'm from the east coast we don't have them <laughs>
3: <laughs> sure there's some a little bit there but um well uh i've been an ag teacher for well i'm going to be starting my 20th year as an ag teacher so um for a while and um my fourth year uh i just completed my fourth year at filer high school um, moved here four years ago. Mary was uh, one of my first students when I got to Tyler High School. So it's fun to connect with her again. Um, I teach a variety of classes from uh, zoology and animal science and biology to plant science and horticulture, um, vet science and floral design and advanced floral design, mix in leadership and um, student projects. So it keeps us busy all year round. <laughs>
0: So that, I, I got to tell you, right off the top, uh, top of the, the conversation here, an ag teacher must be able to wear many different hats, right? Um, yeah. Many different facets uh, or, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for maybe, but just uh, many different uh, skills fall under that category.
3: Yeah, it's, it's pretty wide. I think I teach a total of about... 15 different subjects so sometimes um, some semesters are a lot heavier than the others where I don't have any of the same classes Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, with the program floral design it's kind of getting a little bit more popular so I have more classes of those than I have in the past.
1: So are the ad classes classes electives or are they requirements?
3: Um, They are electives and also um, can count as science graduation requirements, since a lot of the um, animal science and plant science coincide with what's taught in biology and physical science and things like that. Mm-hmm. So most of the classes that I teach in animal science and plant science are graduation re- uh, count as graduation requirements
2: for science, so.
1: So Mary, you took um, ag classes. Why did you take the ag classes?
2: Um, well, so I grew up on a farm and kind of followed in my brother's footsteps just and it's just very interesting so I started out with just like the basic ag classes and then um moved up I did horticulture and stuff and then when um Mrs. Cummins came she that was the first they offered floral design so me and a couple of my friends were like let's try out this class and we had never had a class from Mrs. Cummins before so we were looking really forward to it.
1: Okay so um Go ahead, Jason.
0: Well, no, I just, so this floral design, and that's and kind of one of the things that we wanted to talk about a little bit by, because uh, from what I could gather in a, our little pre-conversation, um, and what you mentioned as well, floral design is a, a very popular class in filer. Is that correct?
3: Um, it. It started out with only a few kids. I think I only had six in the class that um, Mary-Kate was in. And then now, I think this last year, I taught 80 students in
0: 4 Wow. Wow. So what's the appeal? Talk to us a little bit about the class.
3: Um, I think it's just being able to create something that people enjoy. And um, just like the hands-on part of it is always something that the kids want to do and be part of. Um, plus you're doing flowers, um, granted like 95% of the class is probably girls, but, um, (laughs) they, uh, they have, they have a good time and they learn a skill that actually that they can use and they really enjoy it. so.
0: So, so can you help me out just a little bit? Cause I mean, I understand the words floral and I understand the words design, and I have this idea in my brain. I mean, I have have bought flowers from a flower shop before uh, for many different reasons, and not all of which because I do something dumb and have to ask forgiveness from my wife for it. Um, but so talk to me about that. The art of floral design or the business or uh, educate me a little bit on what that means, floral design.
3: Um, floral design, well, I teach everything from like, the color wheel and what colors go together to um, the history of floral design, where it came from and uh, what, how it is uh, today and how it came to be today. Um, and then we teach everything from the principles of design like line and balance and um, focal points and things like that to arranging the flowers and, and doing a lot of hands-on um, designing. We try to do at least two designs every month for the students to do, and it kind of keeps them busy um, and applying those skills that we
0: learn. So, very okay, cool. So, so Mary, I guess my question is: you thought it was interesting to took it, take the class. You t- you you took the class. I'm assuming you very much liked the class. Um, what did you come away? If you don't mind, just share a little bit about that floral design class and your experience in it.
2: Well, I I would say out of all the classes I took in high school, I actually learned a lot like a lot I don't remember but just like going around and I see arrangements so I'm like I know like why they place that flower there and like things like that and the types of flowers like before you know I knew what a rose was or like a tulip but now I know like I can identify flowers and even foliage a lot better and oh, it's wow. the designing and the crafting it helps like in with everyday things I'm like oh I want to go like Make a bouquet for my mom, so I go out in my yard and like pick some flowers, and I can actually put together a pretty decent arrangement for her. So, oh, very
0: cool, very mm-hmm. cool, very cool.
2: Try can we try to like um,
3: bring in the business side of it too, so the kids understand um, what what is going on um, for the business uh, side of it, as far as like estimating costs of uh, retail costs. Um, to what we pay as a wholesale cost I'm sorry Michael. that's
0: okay take a time we're okay this is yes. we, we, we. this is this how this rolls okay um,
2: our so, final project in the class was like we literally designed like our wedding like basically our flowers and we had to do all the costs for that and just it kind of blew my mind like the different prices of flowers and you have to think about how long these flowers are going to last and like if you want want certain flowers like that aren't domestic or aren't grown here like just different things like that
1: oh Oh, wow you know I've never thought of that before you know I'm a guy you know you go in you go flowers they look pretty Uh, maybe I'm stereotyping there but maybe maybe but But, uh, I'm with you
0: on it I'm with you there
1: but but so so you have this class and you teach the floral uh, design or floral arrangement, uh, but also a business prospect. Now, if uh, from what I gather, you kind of move forward on this business aspect of, of, of what you do. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, well, um. As you can imagine, the floral design class can kind of get kind of expensive to run (laughs) um, because we're using product that is perishable all throughout the year. So we had to come up with a way and and I've done it in the past at my previous school and I um, got the ideas from previous ag teachers about um, doing some sort of like subscription where the community can like Sign up to support the program by uh, signing up for monthly subscriptions to our um, to our flower arrangements. So we set it up that way and send out these um, flyers and subscriptions, and uh, people turn them back in. And I think we ended up with around 60 subscriptions this year, which pretty much funded our whole floral oh, program.
1: That's nice. cool. So, so if I'm understanding you, what you're saying is you you provide this floral um uh. The subscription so that means that the students are designing you know floral arrangements and then the community benefits from the these floral arrangements so they the students are actually creating arrangements that are being shared or given to the uh subscribers is that correct
3: exactly yeah they, so, they do the arrangements for them they actually sell a lot of the subscriptions and then um And they help with the deliveries,
1: too. So it's kind of. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, that's kind of nice, because then they're actually building or creating something that they're going to um, share. Yeah, they love delivering them. They love
2: delivering them. Delivering was one of my favorite parts. Just like some of my teachers, the smile on their face, like, was just incredible. They loved it.
0: I would have to say that might be one of the funner jobs in the world to deliver people flowers. Uh, I'm I guess I'm assuming that there it would be hard pressed to find someone who's mad when they got a a, a, a bouquet or an arrangement flower arrangement I'm assuming I always get comments that <laughs> brighten my day They always there, you go. there you go there you go so that's neat let I want to broaden the conversation just a little bit and kind of bring back to the ag um you know I'm a Wyoming boy I grew up in Wyoming we had an ag program uh in, in my high school um i don't, I didn't take uh, any of the ag classes. Um, I didn't grow up on a, uh, in a ranch or a farm, but I'm very much aware of them. But uh, ag programs um, aren't, are they as, I guess my question is, uh, how many ag programs would we expect to find in the state of Idaho? Or is, are they pretty localized to the more agricultural areas of the state?
3: Um, well, no, there's a, I think the number is 93 ag programs um, oh, wow. at the different high schools and even some of the middle schools now have ag programs too. Um, so it's definitely pretty much widespread. I think there's, there's very few um, school districts that don't have a program that has at least one ag,
0: one ag program. What kind of got you started in wanting to be an ag teacher 20 years um, ago?
3: Yeah, 20 years ago. Mm. Well, in high school, I was also in taking ag classes in an FFA. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was always, I always wanted to gear my career towards agriculture. Um, I had a great experience um, with that. And I followed kind of my uh, family and brothers uh, as they went th- through the ag program and got involved with it. Um, and then when I went to school, I was actually planning to go into an animal science or ag business career field. Um, And then as I kind of took classes and I started helping out um, at the college with some of the FFA contests and things that they put on, um, I got involved with doing that and I decided I really liked it. So I changed my major to ag education and here I am 20 years
0: later. And you love it. And you
3: love it. I do. I love it. I think that um in this career you have to it takes, you know, it's it's not just the eight to three teacher job it's it's all year long mm-hmm. long weekends yeah Very well and I, she's been on a
0: lot of that stuff right right <laughs> but I guess what I'm sensing at least is that um the nice thing about or maybe the unique thing and I is about ag programs and I am I'm guess I'm just going to speak kind of from what you shared is that it allows uh, students in those programs to get an exposure to a lot of different areas, right? Yeah. Um, and, and Mary, it sounds like a little bit like kind of your experience in high school that you got exposure to a few different things.
2: Yeah, right. I got exposed to a lot of different things. Like I competed in a ton of different uh, competitions and I learned like a lot <laughs>
0: Lots like, uh, I'm just assuming like confidence and preparing projects and, uh, you know, the tasks that are and then being able to present. I mean, imagine that's part of it, too.
2: Yeah, tons of life skills that at the time I didn't realize I would need or that I was learning, but are like super beneficial and just different things, making friendships, uh, competition and stuff, just helping prepare me.
1: Mm-hmm. Very cool. So you mentioned competition, so there's competitions?
2: Yeah, um,
3: the ag programs have, um, we have career development events basically is what we call all of our different competitions. So we have teams um, from anything from vet science where you learn about um, different breeds of animals and um, handling animals and to uh, meat science and agriculture mechanics. Um, Mary, what are some of the teams you were on?
2: I oh, yeah, I did um, food science, dairy judging, dairy foods, floral design, horse judging, livestock judging, um, dairy foods, uh, forestry. <laughs> <laughs> forestry was fun, right? Yeah, forestry was really fun.
0: Wait, okay, well, that I both of you kind of smiled during that one. So, what makes forestry the fun one out of all of those?
3: Um, I think it's just like being out in the woods and, you know, teaching these kids, uh, skills that they've never done before. I think that was the first year I ever coached a forestry team. So it was kind of interesting. I was learning as they were learning. And so it was a good experience, I think. Yeah. And it actually, now it's one of my favorite ones too. What's
1: a forestry team? <laughs> <laughs> Do
0: you guys, cut- um, I mean, here's me ignorant. I mean, I just got done cutting down some trees in my yard. Should I called you, Mary, instead of paid the guy to, you know, an exorbitant amount of money to do that or what?
2: Probably not. I mean, I could have helped you, but <laughs> <laughs> like, if I practice up, I could probably tell you just the kind of tree, like... Oh, um, right on. You know, I only did forestry for three days, though, so I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, while it was standing, without having to get a tape measure, I could have like told you how tall it was, um, their circumference, and that type of thing. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I,
0: I I guess what I, from my perspective, um, and you know, here in Eastern Idaho, uh, you know, our the the one thing I moved here 26 years ago. Um, you know, someone told me, you know, uh, everyone can tell you what they want about the economy of Southeast Idaho, but so go, and this was the example, you know, so goes potatoes, so goes the economy, um, meaning that, um, you know, the economy is still very uh, dependent upon and benefits from the agriculture business. So, um, but, you know, I, I've known some people had some great discussions um, just the science of growing food. The science of um, is is a field that um, has been, my understanding, um, exponentially growing in the last uh, two, three, four decades. I'm assuming, if that, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Yeah, totally. I think um, you know, <clears throat> agriculture and sciences is uh, something that we're going to need so many more people to go into. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to supply the world with food and the world's growing and um, so we're trying to recruit students that may not have a farming background or, or agriculture background because we're we need to grow our programs we need to let those kids know that those jobs are are there and uh, training is available so and there's so a need
1: there's a need right big big go need. ahead <clears throat> well uh, years ago uh, I worked with the University of Idaho on a project on a, uh, potato class. Um, so this was a class that had many segments of it on between planting, irrigation, seeds, uh, genetic modification. Um, and I'm, I was feeling the filming the video portions of the lectures and we're talking, I must've filmed, you know, 40 hours of lectures, um, for <laughs> just potato course, uh, mm-hmm. for the university of Idaho. I can just imagine that's just one, one crop in Idaho. Um, and there are so many more.
3: Yeah.
1: right yeah.
0: So I, I guess what, I, uh, you know, the, the the exciting thing for NY, I'm glad you're on the show, not only to hear um, just about your work and what you're doing at Filer and with the floral design program, but, but you know, I think just to, to be able to touch on that, uh, you know, part of our role here at continuing education workforce training is to um, encourage and inspire people to. Uh, maybe look out and look for careers in different ways. Um, and, and, you know, we love the college route. Uh, no problem with the college route. Um, but on the flip side, too, that doesn't mean that's the only route to learn. And so um, and it also sounds like, you know, and, and from what I'm gathering is uh, continuing education in the field of agriculture is almost uh, necessary, if not absolutely necessary at today's, yeah. for today's farmer or ag business period.
3: Definitely. I mean, my teaching partner, uh, Mr. Wolf, he gets calls all the time from businesses, community people that are saying, hey, do you have any students that can do this for us or don't have a summer job yet? Because the need is there. And um, it's definitely something that we are going to have we're going to have a need for a very long time. So. Yeah, right. And
0: I think it's, and, and, I, and I agree. I think it's, this, and I think it's a need that maybe um, I, I would say hasn't been ignored, but maybe has been uh, a little bit isolated. Um, and I think maybe one of the messages that, that I'm understanding um, from my limited knowledge is. Uh, you don't need to be uh, the son or a daughter of a farmer to work in the ag business. Um, and there's a lot of room in there. If you are interested in a, a great career, uh, learning something new every day, um, there's a, there's an opportunity for you in, in agriculture.
3: Yep, there's such a wide range of what you can do in agriculture. You don't have uh-huh. to be a farm kid right to, to be involved.
0: So Jennifer, on the side, do you have a little, do you have a farm? Are you farming now in fi- Filer? Or? Um, we,
3: we run a small herd of boar goats. Um, oh, right on. So yeah, that's what we do on the side.
0: All right. So you had all your baby goats.
3: Yep. Oops. There's, and
0: now you're just uh, trying to make sure that they don't climb and eat everything they're not supposed to eat. Is that what, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't,
3: most of them are sold, but, yep. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, that's my understanding of goats is, uh, you, they're they're real great when they're when they they're cute but you spend the rest of time just trying to keep them where they're supposed to and keep them from eating what they're not is that is that good a little fences, too general
3: good fences is always important. <laughs>
0: that's that's good fences very good hey well that was our timer it uh it hopped off and i want to say thank you jen jennifer for being on the show um mary i want to say thank you you're gonna have to start co-hosting more often now i just want you to know that yeah yeah.
2: Yeah, I will. Okay.
0: All right. And should should we? You know what? If I can't get the phone number right, or the you know Mary bails it out, then I, I might lose my job. So uh, maybe, 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 maybe. But we'll give it a shot here. Uh, first of all, we just want to um, remind our audience that if you have any other questions. Oh, Jennifer, if someone wants to get a hold of you and maybe talk to you about the floral design class that you're doing, uh, maybe wants to subscribe to Sunshine Flowers um or it has any other questions uh how would you be willing to have a chat with them
3: oh yeah definitely um my phone number is on uh, the filer high school web page as well as my email address um you can click on the link there and get a hold of me either way
0: very good and jennifer will you you'll send us uh, at least your email address we can yes. if you're okay we'll put it in the description uh very good very good So, with that being said, if you want to get a hold of us here at Continuing Education Workforce Training, or as we love to call it, SWEET, you can call us at 208-282-3372. I did it. Mary, I got it. I got the (laughs) phone number. Um, Or you can email us at cetrain.isu.edu. Or it actually would be cetrain at isu.edu. You can email us there. Or check out our website at cetrain at dot there you go and if you haven't figured all that out or if i said it wrong or incorrect uh mary when you post this you'll make sure all those addresses are are in phone numbers are in the right places because that's that's mary does a great job of uh covering up for my mistakes so <laughs> 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 she does i'm just saying i'm just saying okay yes. th- thank you for being on the show today
1: yes thank you both for being on the show really appreciate it thank you for taking the time